We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, smack dab in the middle of the Great Lakes Triangle. Our toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our website's www.exoneradio.com and www.exonestore.com. My guest this hour, along with me in, on this open mic uh, segment of the show, is Brian David Anderson. And uh, Brian sent us a very interesting email, and it had to do with earthquakes. And it was also synchronicity because I believe it was uh, within a day or two. The report came out that off the coast of um, of the United States, off the West Coast, there had been uh, over 600 earthquakes re- reported. And uh, today alone, the U.S. Geological Survey has posted over 38 earthquakes around the world. What is happening? So we decided to ask Brian David Anderson to join us uh, this hour to try and make some sense of what is going on or to talk about some new theories that may be out there. And Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. Oh, very good. Glad to be back. Brian, what is going on with all the earthquakes? Well, all I can say is that uh, we have a full moon that is coming up on the Mm -hmm. 20th of this month. And I remember some research back in 2004 that I came across by two Indian scientists. They were traditionally trained. They were not far-out type of people. They were Mm -hmm. at universities. 
and very traditional, that type of thing. And they found, uh, what they surmised is that they noticed that there was major earthquakes, 7.5 and above, in what is called cardinal signs. And uh, in your astrological zodiac, your cardinal signs are Libra, uh, Cancer, Capricorn, and Aries. And what they noticed is that if the sun was in, uh, say, like Libra, and then the moon was in Aries, if you look at an astrological chart, they're 180 degrees apart, apart from each other. They're across from each other. And the same thing with Capricorn and uh, Cancer. They're across from one another. And they used two major examples, one, one major example, and others, but one major one was the Alaskan earthquake of 1964. The, at that time, the sun was in Aries and the moon was in Libra, and so they were op opposing one another. And so they made the prediction, uh, and based upon all this, four days before the Sumatra earthquake happened on December 26th of 2004 that killed thousands of people, and was a magnitude somewhere of about 8.4, four days before, they predicted the time, the date, the longitude and latitude, and they got everything right except the time. They were 30 minutes off because after this full moon came into its full power, mm -hmm. then it took a half hour for the energies to flow through the Earth. So they predicted it right on the full moon and its most powerful point, and they were off a half hour. So that is what motivated me then to say, okay, is there more to this? I tried to look up more about what they had predicted, but then they pretty much disappeared off the scene. They didn't say what they were actually doing. And I think I've kind of now surmised what they were doing and how they came about most of it. So that's what was the motivation for all of this for me. And uh, again, we're coming up. We're now in the, the sign of Aries, and the moon is now going in Libra. And I started looking at my ephemeris, and I went, hmm, well, you know, let's start looking at things here. All right, let's go to our commercial later. break, and when we come back, let's start investigating this. Uh, Brian David Anderson's our special guest. By the way, since 1021 this morning, Eastern Time, there have been 64 postings by the U.S. Geological Survey about earthquakes that they've reported and recorded around the world. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. My name is Rob McConnell. Brian David Anderson is our special guest. www.trivortex.com. Don't go away. We'll be back in two minutes, talking about earthquakes right here on the Talkstar Radio Network in the X Zone. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them, and if you're that friend. This is us saying, thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. To make a rich, smooth cold brew, Tim Horton steeps 100% Arabica beans for 16 hours. What could be richer than that? Well, uh... How about blending in swirls of sweet Irish cream? Rich enough? Ooh, I guess. Not quite. Because Tim Horton's tops that cold brew with the cloud of sweet cold foam. Now, what could be richer than that? Nothing? Exactly. Irish cream cold brew with cold foam now at Tim Hortons. Or try cold foam on any of your Tim Hortons favorites. Modifications extra for a limited time at participating U.S. locations. 
It's a marvelous night for a moon dance with the stars above in your eyes. Fantabulous night to make romance neat the cover of October skies. You know the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. Yeah, I'm trying to please to the calling of your heartstrings that play soft and low. You know the night's magic seems to whisper and hush. You know the soft moonlight seems to shine in your blush. Brian David Anderson is our special guest, and we're talking about earthquakes this hour in the Exxon. If you'd like to give us a call, one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Now, does the position and the phase of the moon really influence or cause earthquakes, Brian? Well, uh, I would say yes and no. Well, my investigations, the most important thing here is what the claim that the Indian scientists made Mm-hmm. is that significant earthquakes, 7.5 and higher, happen in what these call these cardinal signs. And also, people need to remember that when a full moon occurs, then that usually means that the sun is on the opposite side of the earth. So as the full, the full moon goes to its highest zenith point, mm-hmm. it usually is on the opposite side of the earth uh, from where the sun is at. And so that is a uh, a major of, uh, of importance because that's two major gravity pulls on the Earth, the sun and the moon on opposite ends. And so you're now setting up this, I'm going to say, a real strong type of gravity pull and force on the Earth. And uh, just looking at it geometry-wise would make sense that the cardinal size would, would do that. But then I went up on the U.S. Geological Survey. They have it there, a history of all the earthquakes, and it has the times and dates, mm-hmm. etc. And look at seven, you know, look at 7.5 and above earthquakes, and they basically happen at any time. There, the, the whole thing about there being a cardinal type of, or a, a certain time, and cardinal mean, uh, uh, as I said, the Libra, which is October, November, and your Capricorn is uh, December, uh, January, and then. The Aries is March, April, and then a Cancer is being uh, 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 June, July. So in actuality, though, what I researched on the dates is that that really didn't apply. But what they were kept saying throughout the article about the Indian scientists is that they noticed that there was a, uh, a particular type of angle that the moon had to the earthquake areas and also the sun. And still, it's amazing. I mean, just think about this. Four days before the earthquake hit in Sumatra, these people named the, got the exact longitude and uh, uh, latitude of where this earthquake would occur. They predicted how strong it would be, and they were only off by 30 minutes on their time. So they did something right, but they have never really revealed everything they have done. So it's kind of like, like piecemealing this thing together. And so... When the full, when the moon is full, it ha- it's over a certain part of the Earth, mm-hmm. and that is called the sublunar point. That that exact center point of the of the moon over the Earth, that is called the sublunar point or the tidal producing center. And they have a really neat website. It was created by the man who uh, created AutoCAD, 
and he has a way that you then can be looking at the earth as if you're looking at it from the moon and giving this sublunar point and for any date and any time all you have to do is just type in the date and the time and boom off you go and so then i started correlating i looked up the times and dates and the magnitudes of earthquakes related to where the position of the moon was at and what was very interesting the first thing that I did is I went to go do the 1964 earthquake in Alaska. And there was interesting an angle that, that came out of that one. The full moon sublunar point was a little bit off the coast of northern Brazil. And so if you have a globe near you, I'd recommend you go to a globe. If not, you can go over to Google Earth. And then just off the, the coast of Brazil, then now if you line that up, it goes through the Gulf of Mexico or near there, and it goes off to Alaska. And so when that full moon boom hit, is then uh, it was almost then a half hour later is when the earthquake uh, occurred in Alaska. What is even more interesting about that is that, and this is, comes really off-the-wall type of information, but my father was talking with some fishermen back in 1965, and he came home and he said, yeah, I just talked to this fisherman on the day of the Alaskan earthquake. In fact, they said the same time that it occurred in the earthquake, a massive, uh, it was, it was a, what they call rogue wave. It wasn't a tidal wave, but it was a rogue wave because it never reached the shore. And, and this wave was going away from the shore. Here were these fishermen coming into the, and this wave, but this huge wave was coming at them on the same day as the Alaskan earthquake. So here it was, our, the, that full moon was off Brazil. It, if you look at a line on the globe and you go up and then you see Alaska, well, between that is the Gulf of Mexico, and here they are having this rogue wave. So there's something then to, I believe, the position of the moon as an angle. And the same type of angle occurred when the Sumatra, a very similar type of angle, occurred. And so you have this like a diagonal type of thing. And we have to remember also uh, that the moon only travels around the equator, but it goes at an average of 23 degrees above into the northern hemisphere and then 23 degrees below into the southern hemisphere. Sometimes it will go up to 28 degrees and down to 28 degrees south and north. But most times it stays in between the 23 degrees. So basically, the Earth, uh, the Moon is doing this dance over the equator of the Earth, and so now you have uh, at cer- a certain point wherever this there's an angle, there is a there is a definite angle cor- uh, correlation between where the Moon is at and then where the uh, earthquake will occur. So, very interesting uh, research you've done there, my friend. And so now what was interesting then is in this program was so neat, they also had the times of all these various earthquakes. Mm -hmm. And the largest earthquake that ever occurred in the uh, northern, or let's say the lower 48, occurred in 1700. And it was, they figure it was somewhere around a 9.0 earthquake, but just really caused all sorts of havoc back in 1700. Well, you go back in and you find out where the moon was located, and this program allows you to do it. It's really so wild. And so here it was. The moon was then at that time off the Tarawa Islands in the South Pacific. And, uh, uh, again, if you you get a globe and you find the Tarawa Islands, 
and that's also um, okay the, uh, the Gilbert Islands and the Tarawa Islands, and, you, and that was the approximate area where that that's actually the exact area where the moon was at, and then you draw this diagonal line up to the Pacific Northwest. Well, what's interesting now is that the moon of coming up on April 20th isn't very far away from these coordinates. It's maybe at the most 600 miles. So you basically have a similar type of angle of the moon coming up in April 2008, this full moon coming up on the 20th, hmm. is at the very similar type of angle as what occurred in 1700. Now, again, uh, I'm sure that, you know, over the last 308 years, that the, the moon has has to have had very similar type of positions. But, again, uh, what piqued my interest is they're now having all these swarms of, of earthquakes off of uh, Oregon, et cetera. So they're, they're calling that the subdermal, I believe it was called, um, uh, that where the two plates are going over one another. And, again, there hasn't been a major earthquake for over 300 now, 308 years. So most likely the area is a lot of tension is built up, and uh, it's probably long overdue for an earthquake. So now just having the right type of gravity pulls on the Earth, and that's where, again, the sun-moon uh, correlations, whereas when you have the right type of, of movement, uh, and gravity waves through the Earth, and you have then a, a weak uh, fault, and then you know it's going to lo- it's going to release itself and go. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. My special guest this hour is Brian David Anderson, and we're talking about the correlation between the phases of the moon and earthquakes. I'm just looking at uh, the worldwide earthquake map, uh, and you know, just within the last 24 hours, there were three reported in Nevada. There were several. Let me see. uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 uh, quakes and tremors in Alaska. So uh, something definitely is happening. Uh, Mother Nature isn't very happy with something that's going on on the surface. Somebody once told me that uh, an earthquake is a way that, number one, it's the, the, the plates that are shifting causing a, a grinding, and earthquake severity has increased over the last 20 years and it's some scientists are attributing it to the oil that we're taking out of the earth and uh, it it it's related to the hydraulic effect whereas if you take the oil out of a hydraulic drive or hydraulic uh, system the system starts to stutter has anybody talked to you about that uh, hypothesis I've heard about that hypothesis. The question being, and on that hypothesis, though, is what is the true origins of the oil? Yes. I don't believe it for one second that it has to do with ancient bones mm-hmm. and that type of thing. There's some other type of generation of oil that's happening uh, below the sur- surface of the earth. So the question being is, uh, does the earth have the ability to replace the oil that has been 
taken out. If it ha- does not have that ability, yes, then we have a problem. Mm-hmm. The question being is geologists really truly don't know the origins of the oil, and there are some geologists that feel that the Earth actually produces oil at a certain level on the Earth. So uh, uh, that hypothesis that removing oil causing earthquakes uh, is still I'm not Still going to up in the, air. At the same time. I'm not going to, you know, say that it's all there. Brian, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. When we come back, let's bring our listeners to the website, uh, the web page that you put up just for the Exo Nation today. Brian David Anderson's our special guest. www.trivortex.com. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Monday through Friday, from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here and exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates around the world. Here's a B-movie quiz. What big ape movie did Raymond Burr, TV's Perry Mason and Ironside's monkey around in along with Lee J. Cobb, Ann Bancroft, Lee Marvin, and Cameron Mitchell in an amusement park? Yes, Gorilla at Large, the 1954 color fear flick. This little gem is one of a collection of sci-fi and fantasy films on DVD for just $27.99 offered to Exxon listeners. You get a big assortment of the good, the bad, and the even worse. For the latter category, there's Pizzadora in Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. The Master of Terror, John Carradine, stars in the incredible petrified world. Like Gladiator Movies Kid, Steve Reeves in Red Park, Flex Like Fury, and a few Hercules flicks. 50 movies on 12 DVDs. A $300 value if I ever saw one. All yours for $27.99 plus shipping and handling. Get online now to TalkStarRadio.com and shop the online video bookstore and bazaar. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, one of the best shows television ever offered. Now you can travel again with Marlon Perkins to the farthest reaches of the globe and study wild animals in their natural habitats. The Emmy Award-winning Wild Kingdom, now available on DVD. Order online at RetroTelevision.com and get 20 full-length episodes for $29.99. You'll see gorillas, elephants, giraffes, zebras, hippos, and more. Also memorable, three episodes featuring legendary primate researcher Diana Fossey from Gorillas in the Mist. 20 episodes of Wild Kingdom on DVD for $29.99. Go to RetroTelevision.com, or if you forget, log on to www.TalkStarRadio.com and check out our video store. Save $10 on Wild Kingdom now at RetroTelevision.com. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying... Thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. 
It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonabello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Hi, this is Eric Rawls of Cosmoverse.com, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the Exxon. Hi, this is Blade Runner, and you are listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, I'm Laura Sabrin of Cease to Fields Organic Vineyard in Jordan, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Hi, my name is Lady Ashley, the White Witch of Niagara-on-the-Lake, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal talk radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Streets full of people all alone. Roads full of houses never home. Church full of singing out of tune. Everyone's gone to the moon. Full of sorrow, never wet. Hands full of money, all in debt. Sun coming out in the middle of June. Everyone's gone. Brian David Anderson is our special guest, www.trivortex.com, and we're talking about the um, the association between the different phases of the moon and earthquakes. And Brian, you set up a special page for tonight's interview, and I was wondering if you could give our listeners the URL. Yeah, it's again, trivortex, T-R-I-V-O-R-T-E-X.com, mm-hmm. forward slash moon, M. O-O-N dot H-T-M-L. All right. Could you give it to the listeners one more time, please? Trivortex, T-R-I-V-O-R-T-E-X dot com forward slash moon dot H-T-M-L. All right, Brian. When we go there, we see uh, these uh, three... Excuse me. These three um, graphs and it's an, uh, this, these three UN diagrams and it's entitled electromagnetical electromagnetic elliptical spiral. Right. All right. And uh, we'll get to that in just a second. We'll, I'd like to finish up a little bit more sure. and then we'll this will correlate into that. Uh, the the first thing is is that also this angle that is now coming up on the twentieth of how it's going to angle the west coast of America. It would also angle the west coast of South America, too, so they're also vulnerable. And the way the angle also goes 
is that uh, Southeast Asia, China, uh, will also be under this stress. So the question being, well, are they also having any type of earthquake uh, events occurring right now also? And then the next thing would be, the question being, is all these massive swarms of earthquakes that are occurring now, is this the worst way also of trying to not have a major um, event and that by having all sorts of little small ones, the big one doesn't occur, or is it just basically the buildup for the big one? Because that was when I lived in California. I don't mm-hmm. live there anymore, but that was always where people always said we'd much rather have a lot of little small earthquakes and be shook around because then that takes the pressure off. Because when you don't have an earthquake and it just builds and builds and builds and boom, you know, then it goes sure. and it snaps. So that'll be interesting as we now approach. We're now what today's the 16th, 17th, mm-hmm. 16th. Yeah. So as we get closer to the 20th, it's really going to be fascinating. Of you know, basically, uh, as you were saying, go up on the U.S. U.S. Geological Survey and uh, uh, just look at all things happening there. It's just amazing of just the, the things. Just the pages are always constantly being updated because of all the activity that's happening all over the world. What are the scientists uh, saying about all this earthquake uh, activity? Basically, it's not you know, like there was one person whose name is Stan Deo who considers himself, you know, pretty much expert. Mm-hmm. And I start, sent him some emails, and he had never really thought about, I guess, the correlations of full moons and and um, the, the uh, cardinal signs and that type of thing. And so, basically, the Indian scientists. Uh, are about the only persons that I know of, and other than myself investigating this, I don't know of anybody else of this particular type of aspect. I haven't heard very much from the traditional people of why all these earthquakes are occurring, uh, especially this big swarm that's happening off of Oregon. Because they're saying, mm-hmm. from what the things that I've read so far, is that this is a precursor not to an earthquake, and this is going to be also a whole lot of fun to look at, not for the people living there, but this could be a precursor to a volcano. Now, so that that's that's kind of interesting. That you know, here we're coming up on this major event on the full mm-hmm. moon uh, happening in this Aries uh, Libra uh, type of configuration, and the earthquake swarms that are occurring are more related to a volcano than they are to an earthquake. Interesting. Truly interesting. Now, with the with other planetary alignments that affect the Earth's uh, electromagnetic field, would they also affect the core of the Earth in a way that could produce more uh, earthquakes or more volcanic activity in one section of the planet compared to another? That would be the most fascinating thing. I can't imagine that it wouldn't, that mm-hmm. when you'd have certain alignments especially uh, planets like uh, the, uh, Mars and Jupiter and, and those large planets of the alignment would have to all be something there taking place. And this now segues us into the graph that's on the um, uh, website there. Remember uh, that moving liquid creates an electromagnetic field, and so does moving gas. So if you take a gas of some sort and you move it, or you take a liquid and you move it, you create an electromagnetic field. Well, what are our planets? They're nothing but moving liquids and moving gases. So the entire 
uh, solar system is nothing but a huge electromagnetic matrix. And as you then, the position of the planets and as things occur, etc., is that those electromagnetic fields and this electromagnetic matrix that we're bathed in in this solar system is always going under dynamics. And at certain times, there's going to be more tension. There's going to be more uh, grading and that type of thing of the two of electromagnetic fields. Hence, there is going to be more events occur on the planets. And that's where, again, I'm of the belief that we're getting closer to the uh, core of our galaxy, and that's basically what's warming the entire solar system. Not only our Earth, but the entire solar system is warming. So this whole thing about global warming due to pollution, uh, I, I don't really feel that there's that much to it. I believe it's more of a galactic type of thing that we're moving into. So we, now we have these electromagnetic fields. This now leads us to the graph on the website. We have two different types of spirals here. One goes left spin and one goes mm -hmm. right spin, but you can also see this is an elliptical type of spiral. I believe this is the type of energy that comes from the sun, and there is a right spin elliptical spiral and there's a left spin, and it attracts itself towards the Earth. Why? Because at the core of every planet is in actuality a small black and white hole. That's the only way that I've looked at it. Of all the cosmology and uh, the forces, etc., and what can really form a planet uh, such as our sun uh, or Jupiter or Earth is that it would have to have some sort of way of attraction. And the only way that you can attract something is to also then have a black and white hole where matter is blowing in and blowing out of this dimension. And so at the core of our, of our planet is actually a small black and white hole, and that's why we're able to then pull in all of our material and have an Earth. The same thing with Sun. Their black hole is a little bit different from our Earth hole, but there still is an attraction. You have this positive-negative coming into the positive-negative poles of the Earth, and this electromagnetic field then totally surrounds the Earth I've simplified the, the field there because in actuality it's a much larger type of field. I believe it's, it's both uh, elliptical shaped itself, besides just the large elliptical shape, that as it's coming down it's elliptical and also spherical at the same time. And as these two things then envelop the Earth, the positive and the negative, as that occurs, then you have a friction in this electromagnetic field. That creates what we know as the Van Allen belts, the radiation belts. It is also the, the aurora borealis. It is also this, this electromagnetic field that comes from the sun is most likely what's called a buckling electromagnetic field. And then when it's buckling, it also then gets the light particles in a really excited area of, of, of tension, and then that is the basis of electricity. At the same time, there is now a wave that is going back down this spiral, that large spiral, from the Earth, and that's what makes our gravity. Now, here's the kicker, though, and this is what relates it to uh, uh, the uh, earthquakes and et cetera, is that now, remember what we said, we had this moon that floats over, it's, it's, it, that floated over the equator 23 degrees below and 23 yeah. above and below, is that, that is, the moon acts as a binder of these two fields, but it also intensifies the Van Allen belts, it intensifies the aurora borealis, intensifies many things. 
And so constantly we're in this electromagnetic bath from the sun, but here comes the moon and always constantly fluctuating it. So as when on certain types of positions of that moon in relation to the sun, you're going to create electromagnetic fields that are being intense, uh, uh, say, grade, but also just intense power. And that's where I feel that the, the origin of rogue waves in the ocean is in actuality the position of the moon, and literally it's an electromagnetic pulse that is caused by the moon on all these electromagnetic fields. It enters the water and then literally creates the wave. It has nothing behind it like an earthquake, so that way it doesn't become a tidal wave. It just becomes one of these rogue waves. So on, a, on uh, March 27th, of 1964, the moon was in a certain position where it created rogue waves because of this electromagnetic pulse that it put out. And so then it creates this rogue wave in the Gulf of Mexico. That wave then keeps on going up to Alaska. Here, though, you had the, the faults, and this, this wave comes along and, boom, pushes the fault off. So you have the electromagnetic uh, fields from the sun that are interlocked around the earth by the moon and this this constant dynamics of of moon earth and sun and then you also need to pull in the other planets too because what are they going to do they're also going to affect this electromagnetic field everything is that dynamics and uh so when if you can imagine we're in this huge electromagnetic field now what are we we are moving liquid Constantly, we create electromagnetic fields. I believe electromagnetic field uh, of the moving liquid creates the electromagnetic field, but then the nervous system creates a uh, vortex inside of the electromagnetic field, hence the chakra. So if you can imagine, here we are already bathed in all this electromagnetic from our solar system and from the sun and the earth and the moon, and then we take our first breath, and here we are, a water vehicle creating electromagnetic fields. And that's, I think, the basis of what astrology is all about, is that you take that first breath and then the body gets imprinted uh, when the first breath is taken and the electromagnetics uh, field is basic. You're imprinted, uh, and the whole thing then is, you know, transcend that mm-hmm. imprinting. But from even the smallest little cell of our bodies with water around it or whether it be the ocean, it is all impacted by electromagnetic fields that are uh, first off centered in the sun, but then are all prevalent throughout our whole solar system, and of course then our whole galaxy. Brian, as uh, as we get closer to the year 2012, December the 21st, there is a very unusual uh, planetary alignment that is going to be happening that day. If we are experiencing, or if the theory proves to be correct, that the moon, just the just the gravitational pull of the moon can affect the the earthquakes and the volcanoes on this on this planet, what would happen hypothetically with a major planetary alignment? Well, this also goes again back to uh, this electromagnetic fields, and the reason why I mention this. There is a whole other group of scientists now that are growing that they feel that our universe is actually very much electrically based mm-hmm. rather than just electromagnetically. And I've, I've, uh, what I feel is that you have to have an electromagnetic field 
first off, that's buckling to create uh, some sort of major lightning bolt because mm-hmm. a lot of these craters on the planets and et cetera, they believe that it's electric- there's been a bit of huge electrical discharge between the sun or between planets or whatever. And so what will be interesting is when you when this alignment occurs in 2012 is will there be some sort of electrical phenomenon come out of it? And if it does, then where does it – what would be the most likely planet in our solar system to experience this particular type of alignment? And then here you have your bulking electromagnetic fields, and then you have an electric discharge. So when I started looking at the planets and where they're at on 2012 and the whole issue about 2012, the first thing I thought of is, well, what we're seems like we're being set up here for is some sort of – major electrical event in the solar system and i think that would be that would be very significant brian please stand by you and i have to take our final break for this hour brian david anderson is our special guest www.trivortex.com that's t-r-i-v-o-r-t-e-x.com Still to come on tonight's show my guest next hour is chief roy s jones jr who is a hereditary Heda guai chief He's from the Queen Charlotte Islands in British Columbia. And uh, we're going to be talking about the marine ecosystem management, seal product development from abundant and humanely captured seals, and seal hunt advocacy programs. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Choosing someone to help guide you through deep financial waters is an important as well as very personal decision. Let me tell you good news. You have a friend in the loan business who is sincerely anxious to help you when you need it. The toll-free number, in case you ever do need it, is 1-866-464-1800. There will be an interested, caring, and friendly voice at the other end of the line when you call Prime Pacific Capital. I know it's not every day you need advice on consolidating credit cards or getting a home loan or getting a lower interest rate, but when you do need help, that's no time to take chances. Call 1-866-464-1800 or visit www.talkstarradio.com. Call 1-866-464-1800 and introduce yourself to your friend in the money business. But don't ask for free samples. I already tried that. (laughs) It doesn't work. Call 1-866-464-1800. Whether it's the arrival of Planet X in 2012, the Earth's crazy weather cycles, our deadly global warming... Armageddon, UFOs, ETs, terrorism, the critical mass 2008 presidential elections. Dr. Jason Rand talks the talk and walks the walk. Being a twice-nominated Grammy record producer, recording artist, publisher, lecturer, UFO ET researcher and investigator, and best-selling author of The Return of Planet X, Mankind's Ongoing Legacy with a Brown Dwarf Star, Dr. Jason Rand truly does walk the walk and talk the talk. For more information on Dr. Jason Rand or to order The Return of Planet X, visit his website at www.returnofplanet-x.com or call 901-336-9660. And where will you be in the year 2012? We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying 
Thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Seven seven five two eight eight two five five toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Welcome back, everyone. Brian David Anderson is our special guest. His website is www.trivortex.com. So, when it comes to the 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 um, the final conclusion of the research that is being done by yourself and other independent researchers as to the correlation between the moon and major earthquakes that happen on this planet. What is the consensus thus far? There's definitely a uh, correlation between full moons and when the full moon reaches zenith point of energy Mm. and fullness and earthquakes, there is definitely a correlation there. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about it. Um, I was uh, re- I was listening to CNN earlier today, and there was somebody who was on, and I, I scribbled down their name very fast. And do you think I can find that piece of paper now? Uh-oh. And they were saying that within the next 30 years, oh, yeah. lower the uh, most southern part of California is looking at uh, they are they are projecting and and uh, forecasting a major earthquake of over 8.4 magnitude in Southern California. Well, and again, uh, it's interesting. I find that they release that now when yeah. we're having all these swarms of earthquakes off of Oregon. Yeah. And there's just dead silence on that one. They do not. They will not address that. Something. That is, is something doesn't make sense. Concerning. You would think they would come out and say, "Well, no, you know, we know." It's basically they may don't know what's going on. <laughs> there, there was one scientist from the USGS who came on and addressed it, and they said, "Well, there's really nothing to worry about. This, you know, these types of swarms are common, and because the magnitude isn't that great, we're really not concerned." And I'm sitting there saying, "Are you nuts?" Yeah, that's that does you know again, and there was one person that type of thing, and there's really uh, it's their silence right now that's very concerning. But as we now get towards this twentieth, I recommend people uh, to go up on that U.S. Geological Survey website, and you can see uh, basically they have little graphs and charts. It's really kind of neat, and also there's the uh, uh, there's a couple. Uh, 
websites that track volcanoes. Yep. And so uh, over this next three days, uh, it would be almost like watching a fireworks show. Brian, why don't we have you back next Monday night in the first hour so we can discuss what happened? That would be interesting, yes. To, you know, if, uh, uh, and then for myself, I didn't really start this up until yep. oh, uh, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. So now it's going to be something that I'm going to continue on because I'm going to go on and look at other full moons in the future and go into the past and that type of thing. So uh, it was a, a brief type of thing, but the little bit of research I did is that uh, it's going to be interesting what's going to happen over the next three days because right. it looks like there's going to be a lot of stress on the West Coast of the United States. And Brian, uh, we'll speak to you next Monday night at 10 o'clock. Sounds good. You take care of yourself. Thanks very much for everything, Brian, and thanks for joining us tonight. All right, take care. Good night. Bye-bye. Brian David Anderson, com. When we come back from the news at the top of the hour, at six and a half minutes past, I'll be joined by Chief Roy S. Jones, Jr., and we're going to be talking about uh, marine ecosystem management, seal product development from abundant and humanely captured seals and seal hunt advocacy programs. My name's Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. Heard exclusively Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates around the world. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying... Thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Or combo meal, single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.